Tell everybody, tell everybody, call them up, call them up, call them up. Tell them it's we. I want to say greetings to each and everyone locked in right now. Those hailing from across the pond, one ham on the radio, top of the morning to you guys over there in the UK. Big up to the family in New York, island worldwide, exhibiting the power of music. Big up to those in New Jersey, NIE radio. Much love to the Texans. WGLRO, home of the Donnie Walker morning show. The people station, you know? Taking from the sheets to the streets. Big up to Oliwap Media, Lucid Media Groups. Much love to Honor. Well representing Texas. Also, big up to those who are locked in on ClintonLindsay.com, the Foundation Radio Network. Much love to you. And those who are locked in on TuneIn Radio on the night shift to DJ Kevin Steele. Those who are tuning on Facebook Live. And of course, those of you right here at the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, KevinStew.com, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. So glad to have you. Couldn't do it without you. You have my word, I wouldn't even try. Before we get down into the meat of the matter, I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors, Pulse Media Group, when being in a moment is priceless. They provide innovative streaming and recording solutions. And you can have that on your own secure platform, just like you see on kevinstew.com. So if you have a seminar, a funeral, a wedding, a church service, a party, Let's call them up, 754-999-6020 And tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you Oh, did I leave out PEMG TV in my, in my heel-ups? Big ups to those on PEMG TV Much love I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea S.U. is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami, and South Palm Beach counties. So if you're plan, if you have plans to be in Broad, North Miami, or Palm Beach, just call her up 954-655-9000. She brings her table, she brings her oils, her healing heavenly hands, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. 954-655-9000 is how you get in touch or email her at theolita at att.net as an added bonus she is a certified personal trainer so she can put your muscles in pain and then soothe them only one request outside of paying her get off her table when she's done and go sleep somewhere else want to say thank you to reggae global entertainment They'll act as your booking agent, handle your tour management, take care of videography, publishing, trademarks, business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion and more. Give them a call, 954-804-8199, that's 954-804-8199. 
Or check them out online, reggaeglobalentertainment.com And thank you to GMAP Music Solutions Bringing your event to life, providing sound, light, stage production services, musical equipment, PA systems, audio engineers, DJs, bands, musicians, singers, and more. Get them a call, 754-307-GMAC. That's 754-307-4622. Or check them out on gmacmusicsolutions.com. Listen, the man said, listen, it's we, it's we bring all the vibes, it's we bring everything to the table, because there's nobody else but we. Jaga Boise. So, I inviting everybody, once again, call a friend, tell a friend, call your enemies, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, tell everybody it's night shift to DJ Kevin Steele. Healthy love night. If you're on Facebook Live, it's only a segment, so don't get too comfortable. Use the link in the description, and I'm gonna pin it in the comments in a minute. With me, I have tonight, I can say, is we. Because I have the one and only Dr. Lexi with me. Doc, you there? I am here. Yeah, man, I can say, is we. Doc, is <laughs> we. <laughs> uh, and it's in times like these, uh, I can say, is we. Because we're having fun, you know. We. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Dr. Lexi. Good night, everyone. Hope you all are doing well. So tonight, we're going to be talking about mental health and how it affects maternal and women's health. How men can help facilitate women being the best healthy version of themselves as well. You know, some so. people some people would have would have seen the the, 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 the post for tonight and go, um, what does he mean men's health for her? Where is he going with this? And um I think you just fix it right away. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so, um men's health. Well, as you know, June is Father's Day month and it's also Men's Health Awareness Month. Oh, and it is? Yes, it is. Father's Day is, what, two weekends from now? Well, I know Father's Day coming up, but um, Men's Health Awareness? Yeah, just like May's um, um, Women's Health Awareness. It's Mother's Day. You know, they correlate it all together. Huh. I wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. to that one. I missed that memo. Yeah, um, it's only also Caribbean Heritage Month. 
in the states. So. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I got that part. Um, hey, cuz, how you doing? I say big ups to my cousin in Jamaica. Much love, much <laughs> love, and uh, thank you for the continued support. Um, all those who are sharing and liking, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, do come on over to, to, to kevinstew.com jump into the stew pot it's what others call a chat room but because of fancy on kevinstew.com we call it the stew pot it's where we keep things interactive and bubbling so come on over and, 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 and hang out with us but go ahead and share Tell, let some people who, doesn't, who don't know about this broadcast let them know so that they can be a part of the experience also and like Dr. Lexi said um, it's, it's, it's men's health for her that we're looking at and who better to, to, to present on that than a woman that takes care of maternal health. Um, Doc, you, you started setting this up for us before I rudely interrupted you. Um, so how exactly do we look at men's health um, as it relates to women, you know, how, how does a man's health benefit, uh, whether it be his partner? Well, specifically, we we're talking about the, 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 the woman being the partner in this man's life. So how, how, does, it, how does it benefit her? So let's go back to basic science. Okay, I can do that. So a man has the seed, the sperm, mm -hmm. and the woman has the egg come together and they reproduce and make a baby. That baby becomes a girl or a boy. So where does the bird, the bees, and the stork come in? The bird, the bees, and the stock. Let me see. The stork. Um, right. Fiction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got you. Got you. I just wanted to clear that up for everybody. You know, because, you know, some people still telling their children about birds, bees, and stocks. Uh, um, storks. And all I know about birds, bees, and storks is that stock is a bird. Um, bees sting and give you honey. And that's about it. I don't know how that yeah. works with children. But people, some people still telling children that story. So, I don't um, know. Maybe because it was a bird he told them that somebody's <laughs> having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 it starts with the, the seed and the egg. Mm -hmm. And so the, then fertilization occurs in the woman. Right. And then the baby grows in the uterus and the woman gives birth and then the cycle continues, the circle of life. Okay, boom, we have life happening. All right. So um where does a man's health play a part in this? Well, if a man is not healthy and practicing healthy habits then the quality of his sperm is diminished. Wait, hold on. You are saying that the cup, there are couples out there that are trying to have children and the man in that, in that couple is saying to the woman, I don't know what you're doing that 
you're not giving me any children. When I am well and pro- providing the, the seed for you, the sperm for you. And what is going on with you? And you're saying that, okay, just maybe it is not her. Is that what I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm to get from, from this? Yeah, um, with infertility, 50% of infertility causes are male-related. Okay, so I, I, I can work with 50%. Women. I can work with 50%. So half it's, and it's half. 50 50, yeah. I, I can work with half and half. So, men have to take responsibility. It's not just a woman's fault, and they need to get outside of themselves, mm-hmm. swallow their pride and their ego, and go get checked out and see if they're the reason why they're not able to produce. The woman could be healthy and able to get pregnant from a next man, but not from you because you have a low sperm count or um, your sperm quality does not meet the requirements of the egg. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The egg is very selective, like how women should be selective when choosing their partner. Only one sperm can enter the egg. Many will try. Only one will succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Few are chosen. Um, only one is chosen. But but, yes. but 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 sometimes you have two sperms fertilizing. Well, is, is it two that eggs happens, or is one egg? And it's split. You, you may have two sperm entering an egg, um, and that is highly rare. And usually, the body recognizes those. Um, malformations and those errors and gets rid of that um, fertilized zygote. Mm-hmm. And um, then you can have twins um, either or multiples I should say either from the same egg right. where it splits mm-hmm. or it could be multiple eggs. So either one egg splits and so one um, set is identical if it's a triplet for example and then you have right. an additional egg mm-hmm. or you have two different or three or four different eggs that are um, fertilized at the same time okay but we're not here to discuss too much about fertility in that regard <laughs> but more so about the men's aspect of it well, you know um, I, I get it you know <laughs> I, I, I just um like the additional information tossed in the mix. Um, because I'm a glutton for information, really. Well, if there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not a fertility specialist. I do have knowledge on, you know, population and the whole process from egg to sperm eating and how that happens and the implantation process, everything. But I am not an infertility specialist. Mm-hmm. So I'll put that disclaimer out there. And okay. anything that I do share and say tonight is not to be taken as any type of diagnosis. Always seek the uh, counsel of your medical health care provider. Mm-hmm. Or actually coming for uh, an in-depth consultation and, and you can point in the direction that they need that to go. That too. I, I can go ahead and give you an in-depth um, consultation there you and go. help you get on your way. 
and point you to the right specialist if I'm not the right person. Right. Yeah. That's 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 what you thought you call being resourceful. Exactly. And that's also why there is a plethora of different specialists out there. Not everyone knows everything, but together we make the dream work. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. That's right. Okay. So uh, coming back from our tangent and, and, and getting back to the matter at hand with the men's health. Let's go ahead and point the finger at the men tonight. So we are under the spotlight. We are, are the... I, I don't want to cause problems to say we are the problem tonight. But we are the problem tonight. So we're looking at some possible so problems and some possible solutions. Right? I guess you can say that. I mean, for some women, mm -hmm. they may say man is the least of my problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but for tonight's case, it's not, it's not so. <laughs> All right, so we, I, 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 on behalf of the men tonight, I am, I am taking up the responsibility. I'm carrying the flag uh, of, of the problem child in the relationship. And we're looking for solutions to some of these problems with, with which we're bringing to the bedroom. Because not to the table tonight. It's, well, depending on who you are. So what we're bringing to the family unit and and how my health representing men on a whole now benefits the family that we're trying to create and and and, and as a result you know it, it creates that healthy family so what's one of the first things that we're, we're looking at so one you need to be open and honest about your condition and your state of health and what you're actually doing from what you're not doing. Mm. So when you, once you're able to let your guard down and be transparent, then we can get to the meat of the muscle. So mm -hmm. to produce healthy sperm, similar principles that you've been hearing all along are important. Getting adequate sleep, not just getting six hours sleep for the sake of six hours sleep, but getting a, a restful six hours where you should actually get more. Um, seven, eight, nine, ten hours of sleep, depending on your particular needs. Mm -hmm. uh, but on average, eight hours of sleep a night. Um, drinking enough water, not consuming too much alcohol. Wait. Before you go, from, before mm -hmm. you even touch another one, let me let me let me let me take a stab at these two right now. So, the sleep thing not happening a lot in the United States because the work thing takes away from the sleep thing because it's all about um, producing, 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 and in recent times with this COVID thing, um, trying to recover 
so there's more producing, more producing. And then here comes the stress of trying to produce and it lead people to drink. So now here we go. We have alcohol being introduced and we're not getting enough sleep, but we need the alcohol to, to relax us so we can go sleep. And now we're drinking to get some sleep, but it's only a little bit of sleep and we're in problems. Yeah, you're, you're chasing forever this notion of relaxation, sleep, balance work trying to get everything done family life personal life fun making money right and you have to take a step back and really evaluate what you're doing because alcohol yes it can make you sleepy but it can actually cause insomnia okay because you may not have proper sleep after a while like it may put you in a nice restful state but it may not let you sleep get adequate sleep throughout the whole night so it puts you in a nice drowsy state but not a rest not necessarily a restful not, state. not necessarily restful and then if gotcha. you are a drunkard then you can have those withdrawals and then you're just not going to be able to sleep and other problems ensue but gotcha. there are other ways to promote sleep and that is by Wait, don't touch, it don't touch it oh. yet. Don't touch it yet. I wanted to touch it when we get to the solutions. Don't touch it oh, yet. Oh, okay, Please. okay, okay. <laughs> I was just lining oh, up the problems. I was just lining up the problems. All right, so the sleep. <laughs> so where was I? Sleep, sleep, alcohol. Alcohol, abstaining from drugs. And drugs can be tobacco products. And, you know, I know people love the herb, but the herb can be a problem as well. Mm. Um, and any other illicit substances like cocaine and all those type of things. Um, pharmaceuticals, we get prescription and... Is not included yes. in the drugs bit? I mean, well, you have your card and you say you're able to consume your edibles or smoke a spliff or whatnot. And it cannabis, I'm a big proponent for using it. There are so many um, different methods mm-hmm. of how it helps to bring about pain relief and relief from different types of um, medical ailments, right. health ailments. Right. But at the same time, like any other medication, it has side effects. So within moderation, because right, right, Nikisha, no, you know, you you, you cry, no, not the herb. Um, where else do we get the, the to to appease the need of our cannabinoid receptors? You know, where else? That is a whole nother discussion. <laughs> going on another tangent there. Um, I, I, I go off often. You need to keep me in check, you know, Doc. Yeah, you put the reins on. Keep me in check. I am in the process of getting certified as a cannabis um, really? provider. Yeah. You, you don't need somebody to sharpen your pencils. No, I, I, took, <laughs> I, I took the course and I just need to finish the follow-up. And like the licensure's um, certification portion, but okay, so we have um, something else to add to the the, the mix. Yeah, for another time. Okay, <laughs> cool. But um, we move on. So eating habits mm-hmm. and exercise. 
mm-hmm. and going to your physician or your other healthcare providers for other checkups, your regular physicals and everything like that. Right. Um, so those are the main main ways to check for problems and to evaluate how it may be affecting your sexual health, men's reproductive health Mm. and your health in general. Right. Which subsequently affects the offspring and the next generation, so on and so forth. Um, So... The first one I said was sleep, eight hours of sleep. And everyone's sleep need is different. Some people need a little bit more. Some people say they thrive off of four hours of sleep and they feel fine. That is a lie. You may feel (laughs) fine now, but stress and high blood pressure, those two things are silent killers. Right. And it eventually starts to creep up on you. You're putting your body in an increased stress Stressful state, And so the hormones, the stress hormones are always firing. Mm -hmm. And that can lead to other problems. That could lead to weight gain. Mm -hmm. And weight gain can lead to a myriad of problems, which just being in a stressful state can lead to. So it's like you're putting more icing on top of the cake that does not need to be on there. Mm. So stress can cause increase in insulin resistance, which can lead to diabetes, type 2 diabetes, mm-hmm. um, increase of vascular, your cardiovascular um, resistance, which can lead to high blood pressure, uh, make conditions favorable for um, arthrosclerosis, that's plaque buildup and mm-hmm. clots. Um, increasing cholesterol and you just all kind of issues and when all of those things combined those can lead to erectile dysfunction Mm. and we know how men stay about them parts especially Caribbean men yes they love to know that they're able to have a strong back right Right. they know that they, they love to be able to show off that they're, they're not a one-minute man. Or masculine prowess. Yes. Yes. So if you care so much about your functioning in the bedroom, you've got to care about the other areas of your life. So um, one other thing, too, is prostate health. So men, Caribbean men, mm-hmm lead the pack especially jamaican men mm-hmm. have the highest rate of prostate cancer in the whole world the whole world the whole world and studies Jeez. have shown that yeah yeah that it, it's is it is it is it something in our diet i need to maybe i need to revisit this prostate thing i, I looked at it before you know but i, I probably need to revisit it um, because uh, we we can't little little Caribbean we can't we can't lead the whole world with with prostate problems. World. There has to be and something so, up with that. 
I mean, every ethnic group has something, you know, certain disease processes and conditions you'll see more in the Jewish population, certain other things you'll see more in East Indian population or in the African population or in white um, males, white females more than you see in minority populations. Right. So everyone has its own and uh, there are so many different reasons why this could be. And there's an ongoing research to, to check for genetic markers to see additional screening um, that can be done for this population as to why. Just like diabetes and high blood pressure can have a genetic predisposition, right. same thing with um, certain conditions as well. Well, I and, know... For mm -hmm. for me, um, I have already had one prostate exam done. Okay. Um, mind you, I I should have had at least three by now. Um, uh, a couple of years ago, I had prostatitis, mm. and that was a really scary experience for me. And having my my first prostate exam. I was like, you know what? I don't care what anybody says. As long as that doctor's finger is not the size of my thigh, I'm I'm going to get my prostate checked. You know, whether it be a he or a she, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, I need to make sure that I am good. My father passed away from prostate issues, his brother, and their father. So, I know for me, DJ Givens, do I have to make sure that I take care of me. And and and, and my, my cousin is 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 on on the line. It was her father, my father's brother. You know, mm. so I I I take these things you know <laughs> real personal and real serious. So. When when you mention things like that, you know, I, I perk up and I have to speak out. <laughs> Say, listen, gentlemen, if you have problems with the thought of getting your prostate checked for whatever, because of whatever phobia you may have, take this into consideration. You start having prostate problems and can't take care of yourself and... All manner of things are going to be done for you. Your butt is going to be wiped for you. You're going to be bathed. You're going to be put in diapers. All kind of things can reach you. And some of this care will probably... You, you may end up getting some of this care from a man. So, kill that, that, that whole notion about, you know... Any man touching you, putting their finger in your anus to check your prostate and fire for that. Listen, you need to change your mindset, change that thinking right now. As a matter of fact, just grow up. That, that, that's all I can say about that. Just grow up. And while you're at it, develop up here. All right, I'm off my soapbox now, Doc. 
<laughs> no, it's an important it's an important soapbox because um, especially Caribbean men are very adverse to having yes. that rectal exam. And there's women have to go through rectal exams too. Um, uh, it's called a bimanual exam where they will check the ovaries um, for any abnormalities. But for men, we're doing it to, to check for the prostate. The rectum is a body part, okay? It's, if you didn't have it, you would be in big problem. You, if you have issues and you can't have a rectum anymore, Mm-hmm. Uh, you're part of your your colon needs to be cut off. You're gonna have to wear a, a bag, yeah, uh, and have to change that bag every time and worry about it spilling and you're smelling the, uh, radio. So you're smelling a poo. <laughs> that's not even pretty. And so uh, you just need to get over this whole notion. This is a health exam. There's nothing sexual about getting your prostate checked. Well, you know, some people have heard stories of, of, of people, of men having um, an experience of, of having of ejaculating when having their, their prostate checked. Well, for the men who's on the table, like being examined? Yes. Oh, well, that could just be because of stimulation um, just for being touched there. And you could have been already aroused for whatever reason but the doctor you don't have to (laughs) you (laughs) you don't have to (laughs) thank you (laughs) you don't have to um be in the exam room alone Mm. um you can always request to have someone there if you're uh, afraid of someone Taking advantage of molesting you or taking advantage of you, like especially with women, there's more than likely always. Mm -hmm. Um, oh gosh, what is the word I'm looking for? A super supervision, Mm -hmm. there's always supervision, so that even if it's woman, a woman um, provider checking out the woman, that's why I say I'm almost always because sometimes woman to woman. they don't have, but in other places they do right, do it right. all across the board that there's someone in there so that there's a witness if there's any misconduct happening. Right, and right. men can always request that. You can have your significant other in the room with you or ask that there be um, someone else to come in as um I won't even lie. My better portion was with me when I, when I had that exam. But... She was there with me when I was talking with the doctor too, you know, because... Really, I, I relaying information, I will just hit on one part here, one part there, and just sum it up and just wrap it in a bow. And, and there would always be the, so wait, you weren't told this, that, and a, no, no, just come. So you can hear it one time. We can talk about it after. But for me to relay the whole thing to you, yeah, let's eliminate that. Let's cut out the middleman. So my better portion was there with me as 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 we went through all, as I went through all of that. So, gentlemen, if you if you even if you, if it's our best friend, and mm-hmm. you you want that 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 added level of of comfort for yourself, go ahead and carry them in. And and if it's your best friend, understand this: you need to know what a friend is, and your friend needs to know what their role is also. 
don't just go ahead and, and pass out best friend um, status to just any and anybody. But that's that's another story, another show, another broadcast. Um, before you continue, Doc, I just want to say sayonara to those on Facebook Live. Y'all jump on over. Use the link. It's pinned in, in, the, in the comments. It's there in the description. Come on over to kevinstew.com and... and, and be a part of the experience there. You can call, you can text. Um, actually, you can call. Jump into the stew pot, though, and be interactive. 773-789-STEW is the number to call. 773-789-7839. You can, you can call and, and be a part of this dialogue with Dr. Lexi. You can ask her some questions um, directly, and that would be cool. But jump into the stew pot. Um, share your comments, share your questions there where we can all see them. Uh, those of you who are, are on affiliate stations, much love to you. Um, One Harmony Radio, thank you for your support. NIE Radio, Island Worldwide, uh, ClintonLindsay.com, the Foundation Radio Network, uh, PEMG TV, WGLRO, Aliwap Radio, Dusik Media Group. Thank you all very much to the affiliates. Facebook Live, this is where I bounce off. Thank you very much. Come on over, kevinstew.com. All right, Doc. So back back to you. So, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is going again. No, come back, voice. Come what's back. Having, what's having fun and what's screaming <laughs> over the weekend. So. <laughs> I won't even ask. <laughs> Roller coasters. Roller coasters. Hey, hey. <laughs> Not my business. <laughs> it was fun. I haven't been out in a while, and on, and I haven't been on a roller coaster in a while. So when those drops came down, I'm like, no, what did I get, Lord? What did I get myself into? Yes, but it was fun. <laughs> I'm sure it was well worth it. Yes. So where were we? Um, prostate having. Um, having your prostate checked out. Yes. Because <clears throat> prostate cancer is not the only thing that will cause an enlarged prostate. You have um, infections of the prostate. Mm -hmm. And you also have what's known as benign prostate hyperplasia. And that is a benign growth of the prostate that can normally occur, but not always, as you age. Right as men age. Mm -hmm. And so that would also show up as um, in the, the there's no rectal exam, the provider will feel and can tell the difference, whether it's something to be concerned with, whether it's more of an infection, or if it's something that's a benign growth. And then they will correlate it with other tests, such as the PSA, the prostate-specific mm -hmm. antigen. And with those three conditions, the PSA levels will be elevated. And the higher it is, the more likely it could be um, cancerous. Right. However, the, the good news is that prostate cancer is highly... Uh, um, Pre preventable? Pre not necessarily preventable, but you can recover from it. You you won't necessarily die because prostate cancer is a slow-growing type of cancer. And so early oh. treatment, of course, is the best type of treatment. So when it is not, 
when it has not metastasized to other parts of the body, yeah. meaning it's spread, mm-hmm. then the chances of you recovering from prostate cancer are like really Higher. high. And if, yeah. yeah, according to, I think, let me see, the cancer, I was reading earlier that um, from the American Cancer Society, there's like a hundred percent recovery rate depending mm-hmm. on how early the cancer was detected and what stage it's in. So gotcha. uh, if it's localized or within the region of the prostate, then it's nearly a hundred percent five-year survival rate. Nice. Yeah. So it's not a death sentence, um, mm-hmm. but early detection is key and regular checkups are important. And if you, one thing to note too is that at 40 years of age, men should start be having this type of screening done. The PSA is done by blood test, mm-hmm. visual rectum um, exam, rectal exam is done in the office. And at that time, we'll also test for occult bleeding. Mm-hmm. And that's to see if you're bleeding in your colon. And that's also another screening that's done for colorectal cancer as well. Gotcha. So it's not just for the prostate that you're being examined for when there's a rectal exam. Mm-hmm. Also, if there's concern, then the doctor will do biopsies and study, um, send you for other types of testing as necessary to determine what may be going on in your prostate or other organs. So prostate cancer does not have to be a death sentence and having a large prostate and prostate cancer definitely affects your reproductive health. Mm -hmm. So it is vital that men get checked out. And on another note, if you have a first degree relative, whether it be your father, your brother, and then you can go up the ladder um, past the first degree, your uncle, your grandfather, et cetera, who has, or cousin who's had prostate cancer at a certain, earlier than 40, then you would need to be checked out prior to that 40 year mark. But right. discuss that with your primary care provider mm-hmm. so that early detection and early screening can begin so that you can know, just like Chadwick Bosman, he had, um, was a colorectal, colorectal cancer before he was before he was um, 40. He mm-hmm. was diagnosed before the age of 40. I think it was 38, 39, and he died at 43. Whereas right. before um, the last several months ago is when it was changed to 45, but before it was 50 when screening was done. Mm-hmm. So if he had had um, children then his children would have to be screened probably as early as 35 or 30 Mm. just because their father um, had it before the age of 40. So they would have to start screening. Screening, yeah, early. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That goes for for any cancer. Um, There are certain guidelines as to when screening should commence for certain cancers. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a prevalence of cancer in your family, especially at 
a younger than expected age screenings will be started earlier than the norm. Right, right. Well, you know, I I, I also had had it um, on my mother's side with a, at the time it was quite rare, multiple myeloma. And um, when she was first diagnosed, um, she she fought that for 15 years. Wow. You know, so, poof. And let's see, um, my mother transitioned in 09, no, 12. In in 2012. So. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Certain cancers are aggressive and. I'm lying. I'm I'm mixing it up. It's 09. 09? Yeah. So from the 90s. It's it's 12 years ago. Wow. Right. Valentine's Day too. Wow. That must have been rough. Actually, I I talk about it all the time, and I I consider it the the the, the greatest display of love that I've ex I've ever experienced, because she went peacefully, mm-hmm. um, and she she fought a good fight. You know, fifteen years with a with a type of cancer that the average person lived seven to eight years, and then when 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 she transitioned before going, she said, you know. University Hospital of the West Indies, here's my body, use it for science and help other people. And well, so I she donated her body to science. I hope they did. Well, I, I hope so too. Because at the time, you know, multiple myeloma, much information wasn't around about it. So on my mother's side, uh, with my mother, there was that. With my father, there's a prostate. So... I like right now. Um, my I have such an awesome diet. Uh, my exercise is is not so much up there. I do play ball every Sunday morning, or or at least try to. Um, I I walk a lot during the day. Walk around a lot. I'm on the road all day every day. And so you know, I I I, I and my diet doesn't include a lot of sugars and a lot of salts either. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess you, you're gonna touch a little bit on that as we we go on for the next um, thirty forty minutes there about. Um, you're gonna touch on some of those things. I, I'm pretty sure. Of course, the diet connects everything. Mm-hmm. That's right. There, so, eat, sleep, meditate. <laughs> as as um, yeah. nurse nurse Marva Riley often says and writes in her book eat sleep meditate i have to give her that little plug because she supports me all the time yeah i mean your physical all spheres of health you know are interrelated your physical your mental emotional spiritual financial health environmental health Mm -hmm. they all play a part in your outcome and we often leave out environmental and 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 financial Because if the finances are not right, then that causes one heap of stress. And we already know what stress does to the physical health and what it can do for the um, emotional and mental health. So it's all one continuous cycle. Yes. 
So um, back to men's health. So as you're talking about the diets, the diet plays a, a significant role in just everyday health. Um, there's nothing wrong with salt. There's nothing wrong with sugar. Mm-hmm. Again, everything in moderation. Right. And not overdoing it. Read your labels. I cannot stress that enough. Oh, there's yes. So, so many things that have hidden salt in it. And that is the problem as well. So you may not be adding salt to your diet, to to your food. Mm-hmm. But the foods you're consuming may have an enormous amount of sodium. Like the processed foods? So, processed foods need not to do that. Any um, processed foods can also include um, like saltfish. We love our saltfish. <laughs> and some of us, we, not, we don't. Nothing in this world sweeter than saltfish. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it nice. It's real nice. <laughs> but you have, to, you have to really boil it out. You don't right. have to make it fresh, fresh, but really boil it out. Right. Um, and other preserved foods, like smoked food, may have like hidden salt in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like a lot of people love like a ramen noodle soup, and just yeah. pour the whole like that. Just you know, um, that's like salt with a dash of noodles. And, yes, and then anything and that's low, low fat. They make it up in taste by adding sugar and salt. Mm. So read your labels. So my mother always said, and I say it too, I rather die the real thing than all these low fats, low sodium, low this, low that. Because mm. I don't know what you're putting in there, what other right. substitutes. Yeah. It, it, so the best thing to do is make your own food from home because then you actually know what you're putting in right? and how much. So, so if you but don't know how to prepare are, your own, learn. Yeah, learn. And if you can't, um, for whatever reason, just read your labels. Uh, a lot of restaurants now are more transparent with how many calories each item costs. You'd be surprised. Right. I right. was so shocked the other day going to Cheesecake Factory. And I love Cheesecake Factory. Even the healthy options. I'm like, the calorie content of this is like my entire daily, daily supply, intake. my daily need. And, like, and that's, this and that's is, just one item. This is crazy. I mean, I don't eat up all my food. I always have leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, just to know that this whole meal, and it's, you have, don't forget, you may have the bread. Then they give yes. you the butter. Yes. Then they give you the drinks. And mm-hmm. then you have the appetizer. So all of that adds up to a whole four days worth of calories. In one sitting. In one sitting. And if you had breakfast elsewhere and lunch elsewhere, oh my. Which means that for why... the next week, the remainder of the week, you just drink water. <laughs> you can go pray and fast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, reading labels, portion control. That is another huge thing. So you go to restaurants, they love to heap on and pile up your plates with lots of rice and peas. Caribbean yes, restaurants. rice and peas may be, yes, may be uh, a complete protein, but 
you need to have it in moderation. Right. And where are the vegetables? Some some vegetables, just a, like a forkful, maybe two if you're lucky, and then a pile high of meat where you can't even close the container. So what is that? That is not a healthy serving of food. Think about your plate as either a circle or a square. That's fine. Divide it in half. Mm -hmm. And uh, one side divide it in half so that you have two quarters and you have a half side. So the one with the half side, that's the side of your vegetables and your fruits. Where you have more vegetables than you do fruit. The other side, look at the palm. I discussed this before, and I, I will always um, preach on this topic. The palm of your hand, so from your wrist to your knuckles, that's your the serving size of your meat, your protein choice. What? Yes. And then that's also the same serving size of your, your grains, your starches, whether it be rice, quinoa, bulgur, are using um, like um, cauliflower rice, even though that's considered vegetable, that will still cut, you would use that portion for your your um, starches in lieu of starches. So, so, um, so, doc. Um, since I I I I have an average size hand, I think could I borrow somebody else's hand to to get my protein my the size for my meat. You want to borrow their weight too? Um, no, they can keep their weight, but I just want to borrow like a basketball player's palm or something. Well, with basketball players, they exercise a lot, and so they work out hard. So their caloric intake, their needs are greater, so they can afford to stuff down five thousand calories a day just to yeah. meet the demands of the body. But for average Joes who do not exercise as athletes do and train, then we do not need to be taking more than a certain amount. And on average, that's about 18 to 2,000 calories um, for men and women. And less if you're, depending on your specific needs specified by your provider. But, you know... General... Mm -hmm. We 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 Caribbean. We we like our quarter chicken and and half pound of pork and um, several spoons of oxtail and the whole fish. Well, I guess fish don't really count, right? Fish counts. But 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 fish counts. Our, our snappers need to be the length of our arms and and things like that. So portion control. Eat the head. You're stressing me. Now eat the. Yeah, you just have to learn to to readjust because then it becomes second nature. Your body won't be craving so much food once it becomes a norm. Yeah, we we, we there's a lot that we actually in all seriousness. Um, I as you say that I there's a whole lot that we need to relearn because for whatever reason we think biggest plate largest serving biggest mug with the sweetest drink and that is the ultimate meal 
when this description of a of a meal as you're presenting it and you're not the first to present this information i'm giving you a hard time because that's what i do but in all seriousness um here when you hear when you talk about portion control it seems to be that thing that 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 people turn up their noses on the most you know you'd go to a, a high-end restaurant and they you order this meal and you're expecting this nice plate coming to you and they bring something and you wonder why is it that you can see the bottom of the plate well like i said i love cheesecake factory and i go there for a reason i get multiple meals out of the one meal i order mm. so and and even if I were to sit and finish my meal. That is an impossibility. Mm-hmm. I hardly order drinks because I, I have a small stomach. Right. And I can't finish. My eyes may be bigger than my stomach at times. <laughs> and I may be super hungry. But I can never finish my food. I'm always taking food to go. Mm-hmm. And then you just have food for the next day or for later on in that day. And you just learn to just have self-control everything is about portion control self-control so you self-control not to touch the fire or you might tell you not to self-control right. not to sleep with every every person you see mm-hmm. self-control not to cut somebody off even though they need to okay self-control to make sure you show up <laughs> to work on time mm-hmm just all discipline, self-discipline, and um, was it Buddhism? They do practice a lot of that. Um, Muslims also practice a lot of um, different faiths. Um, stress, self-discipline. Right. So, it's it's a lot of Christian faiths as well. So, that's nothing new. So we need to really hone in on that principle of discipline. And it would do our bodies good. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a time, the Bible said there's a time on earth for everything. The time under the sun for everything. So, right. no one to eat, I want to stop eating. No one is time to work, and when it's time to rest. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Um, and no one to take a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I... I was I was amazed the first time I came across information that spoke of taking breaks, which include increases productivity. Oh yes, and I'm a strong, <laughs> strong believer in breaks. <laughs> no, you can overdo it, <laughs> Doc. You can overdo it, but um, and and recently, um. I earlier this year, I believe it was, I I did a a broadcast talking about taking breaks to increase productivity. It may have been late last year, because there there are a lot of of, of organizations that the belief is you're not at your workstation, the company is losing money, and so 
the the they they kind of drill it into you that you need to always be at your desk always be at your desk to and 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 the good employee is the one that is constantly at work and always at their desk and only take the break to use the bathroom and to take lunch and even come back from lunch early and 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 we end up stressing ourselves to meet this goal that is being set by an organization when you can actually be more productive if you take breaks strategically and reduce the stress load that is on the body. Reduce the amount of time that you're sitting there. Sedentary jobs are one of the, 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 the number one killers of people in the United States and, and other developed countries. So it, it's way up there on, on the list of high killers. And Doc, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe I am. But Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. You're the doctor. No, I'm the DJ. Stress. You're the DR. <laughs> I'm the DJ. Stress is a killer, and um, not taking breaks um, can hamper your thought process, your concentration, right? Right. Um, and what you alluded to earlier about lack of predict, uh, productivity if you're not at your desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the reasons why there's so much pushback on working from home because you cannot see what your employees are actually doing. However, the results um, are there though. You have to be able to see follow up by the results. And so if they're not producing anything, then obviously they're not doing their job or having some type of difficulty understanding their job and interventions are needed. Right. But there are other countries um, that practice like siestas. Yes. Which, which take a nap during the middle of the day. And mm-hmm. taking a nap is really good for resetting and reducing the stress. Living level. your best healthy life, reducing stress. Right. Stress can, can severely occlude your perception of the matter and can heighten mm. your senses and make you see something that is not there. And it can have people in their feelings longer than they need to be in. It's right. this unnecessary type of um, guilt and additional stress that they're putting on themselves. Also, concentration may not be there. So all the time mm. you're studying, 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 you're stressing yourself out, you're not retaining, you're not retaining that anything. information. Right. You're, so what you may do is try to regurgitate, but you're not really having any, any type of yep. formal um, retention and learning taking place Yep. for long-term um, support. So, and again, that affects, stress affects your cardiovascular health, which affects the sperm quality it affects your ability to even have an erection, which affects your fertility and satisfaction in the bedroom. Not the and erection, so, Doc. Don't say that. Not the erection. It is a medical term. No, but I'm saying not not to say not say erection. <laughs> I'm saying don't don't say we're going to lose the erection because Look, I'm going to speak the truth. Oh, no. Tell us how to prevent that. Because, again, representing all men, you know, it's like you you take away our, our erection. Might as well you just kill us now. 
Yeah, well, all right, men and your big eagles. <laughs> so, well, to... Uh, what does that help She likes a big eagle. So, to keep with the health of mm -hmm. uh, men's reproductive system, and for, for women, too, you know. Right. Sleep, again, like I said, getting enough sleep. If you're having trouble sleeping, you're waking up, and you're still feeling tired, you don't feel like you slept, even though... You went to bed 12 o'clock, woke up at 7, 8, or if you went to bed earlier than that, you still don't feel restful. Um, you're having brain fog. You can't concentrate, difficulty remembering things. Falling asleep in the middle of the day, you need to go get checked out. Um, have a consultation like with someone like myself, your medical care provider, and to, to explore the various causes. Because it could be, you could have allergies, you could have sleep apnea, you could have um, poor sleep hygiene, meaning um, you're not doing what you need to do to calm your mind mm -hmm. before going to bed. So a few things they tell you not to do, which is true, don't have a TV in your room if you're having difficulty sleeping. Mm -hmm. Don't use your phone or the computer within two hours, an hour at, at the very minimum of you going to sleep. Start doing the same habits each night at the same time. Develop a routine. Practice yeah. going to bed at the same time um, every day and waking up at the same time every day. Do something that's relaxing. If you like to color, you like to draw, you like to read, you like to play a game, something that's not going to be considered work. But so if you read, if you're a copywriter, for example, you may not want to read. So you may want to unwind by playing some games and, or watching your favorite show. Mm -hmm. But after like within an hour, hour and a half, two hours to your bedtime, you want to turn that off, turn that off and start doing other stuff like take a nice bath or shower um, drink some tea and practice meditation. If you are journaling is also great and you can do devotionals. And if you're, um, someone of faith of the Christian faith, you can read your Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, just do stuff that's going to stimulate rest and relaxation and sleep and rest are two separate, separate things. So taking right. breaks, is one way of promoting rest during the day, mm -hmm. taking a nap, um, doing something that takes your mind off of what you're doing. So playing a game on your phone for five minutes, doing something that distraction takes your mind completely off of the task at hand, mm -hmm. playing with your kids, um, going for walks, exercising. Um, that also helps with promoting sleep and exercising also helps with your cardiovascular health which helps keep the channels open, the blood vessels open, so mm -hmm. that you can have an erection <clears throat> and prevent erectile dysfunction and prevent other things. Um, going to your medical provider for your annual physicals, that, that also helps with, with screening and preventing from um, any worsening 
and mm -hmm. even correcting any things that are going astray. So if we see that your diabetic markers are trending in a in a negative way, mm -hmm. then we can put in some implementation, some 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 remedies, if you will, to prevent you from becoming full on diabetic. And if you right. are diabetic, we can keep you work with you to keep you in favorable um, markers so that you don't have to develop those complications of diabetes. Right. And smoking, again, if you're a smoker and you have a family, hmm. smoke outside of the home, away from the entrance, what? Away from you, not in your car. And when you go inside, shower from your hair included, wash your hair from head to toe, throw your clothes in the hamper, in the wash, and put on some fresh smelling clothes. Because that helps to prevent what's known as secondary and tertiary smoke, hand smoking. So, so that your significant other and your children do not get any of that byproduct of smoking, whether it be um, the herbs or any tobacco products. But no, people are, 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 are vaping. Well, same thing. You're still having that, those lingering things, brush your teeth. Um, and vaping is, vaping is just another form of having tobacco or even marijuana products. Mm -hmm. So you're still having those effects on your system, especially with the tobacco. Um, there's so many known um, negative um, side effects of and carcinogens. Consuming, yeah, carcinogens from consuming um, products, um, tobacco products, and even some marijuana products too. You know, the smoking. There's still carcinogens in certain um things that you use to wrap up the the dried marijuana leaves mm -hmm. and can also produce a lot of um cancer forming agents right well so once, i personally don't burning, believe in smoking once, once, yeah, you're, once burning you're burning something you know and and, and it, yeah in introducing it to your body you're introducing these particles into your lungs Exactly. And and chemical deposits. So this is which is why when you look at the the lungs of a, of a person who has been smoking versus a regular person who a regular non-smoker, um, the the quality of the appearance in the lungs is is so vastly different, and there's a lot of tar buildup in 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 the lungs of the one that, that smokes versus a nice pink or reddish um, hue to the non-smokers' lungs. And yes. we, we mm -hmm. see this all the time, but somehow we miss it. I, I don't know why. But maybe we're saying, men, you smoke and your penis won't function the way that you want it to. Maybe that should be the... the, 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 the at the tool, the, the angle that advertising is, is going in when trying to raise awareness to things like that. 
could we develop something like that, Doc? Because I'd run that ad. To develop a tool? Uh, well, th- that that ad, that notification, that, you know, to, to raise awareness by um, digital media. I'm saying I would run an ad like that if it is going to cause cause men to stop and say wait a minute maybe just maybe i am i i want to try something different because we yeah. talk about secondhand smoke let's 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 take smoking as an example we talk about secondhand and and, and third hand or secondary or tertiary um smoke exposure we talk about that all the time and mm-hmm. just about everybody knows that that exists but yet still, we, I guess because of the oral fixation that smoking is really, I, I don't know. But yet still, you know, it, whether it's cool or whatever leads men to still do it or the stress relief that they get from it. But once we start talking about, hey, listen, your penis won't function right. And studies have shown that whatever the percentage of men that smoke um, suffer erectile dysfunction or sperm low sperm counts, whatever the, the, the statistic is. I didn't look it up. I haven't looked it up recently. I haven't looked at it at all that I can remember. But probably because I don't smoke. But still, as we're talking about men's health tonight, um, that is something that we need to consider. Men, your penis won't function properly if you're smokers. Full stop. Maybe you should say it, Doc, because, again, you have the DR, I'm just the DJ. Well, yes, there is a high, um, an increased chance of you developing um, problems in the bedroom based upon you smoking. That's not to say that you can't have children, but smoking leads to a lot of complications. Mm-hmm. And stroke, they call it a stroke in the brain, but it's essentially a clot that, um, well, there are more than one reasons for strokes, but one of the most common is the clots. Mm-hmm. If it's in the heart, you know, that's like a heart attack. If it's in the kidneys, you know, it causes an infarction in the abdominal you don't want to have a clot um, lodged in your, in your penis and you can't, your penis remains dead if you Mm-mm. don't get it treated, right? Mm-mm. So no, men, like do what you need to torture. do. <laughs> do what you need to do. I mean, there are stuff to get you up again, like they can insert a pump, do some surgery and, and insert a pump and do all kind of other stuff. But mm. why would you want to have surgery? Right, so do you what can you can it. to prevent you yes. um, from ending down that um, road. But circling back to how men's health um, pertains to women, and how men can help to improve women's health, you mm-hmm. know, men's health for her. Men, I hope you know, and if you didn't know, there's such thing called paternity leave mm. and there's such thing known as a parental the family medical leave act 
right. in the United States. Um, I know in Jamaica, there have been talks recently of um, paternity leave acts and a, there's some commotion going across the Caribbean and other nations as well. Well, other nations, first world nations, such as Sweden and England, they have great um, family leave mm -hmm. for the birth of a newborn. Um, here in the United States, not so much. There's nothing that's national um, besides the unpaid 12-week leave. And who wants to leave work when they have mouths to feed? Right. And have no money coming in. Um, whereas other countries, they do pay you a percentage of your pay so that you're able to stay home and help to transition yourself, men. Mm -hmm. Help to transition the baby or the, um, the adoptive child and the mom into this new dynamic. And so men think that child rearing is solely for women that is not the case women cannot teach men how to be boys to be men mm -hmm. likewise men cannot teach girls how to be women mm -hmm. whether you are in a single parent household or in a um, dual parent household right that fact remains true and kids need both their parents there's things that mommy can teach them and there are things that only daddy can teach them. And parents need to, especially men need to realize their role in child rearing. There's nothing wrong for men who want to be stay at home dads. There's been an increase over the years of men being a stay at home father and taking care of the home um, along with their significant other and sharing the child responsibilities. But men, women need your help. Um, you may be the sa their saving grace. Mm. You know, their bodies went through a traumatic experience, whether they've delivered vaginally or via C-section. It's a traumatic experience which they need to heal from. Um, there's so many complications that can ensue Women can have um, tears, and there are different grades, four different grades of tear, with grade four being the worst, the, more, the most severe type of tear, right. which requires a longer time to heal and its own set of complications. You know, there are a lot of pelvic floor weakening. Women can end up with some type of um, stress incontinence um, just from having been pregnant and going through that whole labor process. Um, you know, depression and baby blues can set in. Women need mm -hmm. a break too. They, depending on how the baby feeds, baby may do cluster feeding every two, three hours. Mm -hmm. And women still have that thing in the back of their head because of the society, the way that society has been. Um, not every culture is the same, but, um, that women need to take care of the home. Some cultures, they have other people coming into the home to take care of the woman. And this is where doulas uh, also um, come into play. Yes. As one doula told me, doulas, mother the mother. And mm. so doulas help to care for mom, not necessarily for anybody else. All they, they do and can. But they're there for mom specifically. And 
um, family members may come in and take care of the, the household, make sure the other children are okay. Um, they do the cooking and the grocery shopping, making sure mom is eating. Because mom needs to eat, um, especially if she's breastfeeding, she'll need to eat a little bit more than when she was pregnant. Right. So that the baby can have those calories. And um, if baby's being breastfed, which is the best mm-hmm. form of nutrition a baby can have unless there are um, some rare um, reasons why the baby cannot tolerate having breast milk. Um, some rare genetic um, metabolic disorders. So men can help prepare for breastfeeding by doing skin to skin with the baby, changing Mm. the baby's diapers, getting the baby cleaned up, and just giving mom that extra time to to rest. And if mom, especially if mom is, um, is breastfeeding, but also pumping so that there's express milk, Dad can go ahead and take on some of that feeding responsibilities and mimic um, breastfeeding techniques I, when 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 bottle feeding the baby. Was there ever uh, a men's like uh, a strap on thing developed for men with um, simulated breastfeeding apparatus? Was was there ever, ever anything like that developed? I don't know why it is in, in, in the back of my mind. I'm visualizing something like that for men um, helping the mothers with the breastfeeding baby. With, or it's just that the, they put in a bottle and just hold the baby um, skin to skin and shirtless, basically, and, and bottle feed the baby. Well, there... There was, um, I mentioned it the last time, um, on Meet the Fockers, the movie, Mm -hmm. um, the second, um, the sequel to Meet the Parents, uh, the granddad had such an apparatus. Right. So, um, here on Motherly, yeah, Motherly, I'm seeing um, a device here um, that a tech firm from Japan showcased a new breastfeeding system known as the father's nursing assistant. Mm-hmm. So there are different devices that um, for babies who have poor suckling yeah. that mom can still put the baby at the breast, but they're being fed for, through other means, yeah. like a tube. And so there are means how, um, in which dad can help facilitate breastfeeding, um, even if it is via bottle feeding of the express breast milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I said, do, doing techniques that facilitate the development of the orofacial muscles and mimic breastfeeding. Um, and that's something, I, I am a lactation consultant, so that's something I do teach mm-hmm. um, parents how to to mimic and do paces considered pace breastfeeding, um, bottle feeding, sorry. And so, and there are other techniques there that you can do to help facilitate the development of the, the muscles to mimic breastfeeding. Because when you're bottle feeding, 
so a lot of muscles are not developed or developed um, equally as if the gotcha. baby was chest feeding, mm-hmm. or, um, also known as latching on to the breast. Mm-hmm. So this this device looks interesting. I'm seeing on um, motherly uh, oh, mother dot nice. ly this this um, father's nursing assistant. So I, I'd have to look more into it and see how much it costs. Yeah, that that that, that sounds uh, like a, a great tool. And and um, what about men being jealous of their breastfeeding babies? Dads, you gotta you gotta share. You gotta share. I mean, there, you've got to share. I I just saw a picture too of a dad. This is so, this is so sweet. Mm. So this dad um, latched his baby to him, but the baby's being fed through another apparatus um, that's attached to the dad mm-hmm. um, to help this. The baby, the baby's mom had complications due to an emergency C-section. So they wanted to ensure that the baby doesn't have any confusion and develops um, breastfeeding. So this is, this is nice using like a, um, like a nipple shield, which um, some moms will need to use to help with breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And then using a tube and a um, syringe to, to to help with that. So that's sweet. See, Dad, you're you're able to help with breastfeeding along alongside yeah. mom. You know, so I think maybe that's another thing too that we need to to be pushing a lot because I think that would help in the area of how men one view women. And the connection between men and children. So, yeah. I I think if if more men got into the just even just the feeding process, that that could change things. Yeah, and it and it shows, um, mom, that you are supportive. Yeah, and she feels. She feels that support and connection because mom, when a woman becomes a mom, their stress level goes up because they want to make sure they're meeting everybody's needs and which often ends up meaning that they neglect their own mm-hmm. and they do not know how to effectively communicate their needs. And, you know, that can lead to baby blues and um, depression and just a, or just a complete meltdown, you know, just unable to meet her own needs. So mom, dad can go and massage mom's feet without being prompted. Mm. Rub her back. You know, she's still cramping. You know, her body is um, adjusting to get to pre-pregnancy state. And the breastfeeding can cause increased cramping, which should subside. Um, in a few days' time, just because of that oxytocin, and it, even though it may cause more cramping, it's still good because it help. It's helping the body to get back to um, the pregnancy, pre-pregnancy state as well. Right. And just massaging her back, getting her a nice warm pack for her back, getting her a breast pad, 
um, to put after she's finished, um, if she needs to put it on to prevent leakage onto her clothes or getting her in a heating pack for her breast or a cool pack for her breast to help with any engorgement or to help with any breast pain in between feedings or to prepare for feeding and just let her let her feel relaxed before mm -hmm. baby comes you know and just and soothe baby before baby gets really rowdy so that mom can get an extra few minutes to relax before feeding so and in 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 to be able to do this effectively it comes back again to the stress level of men, the rest that men are getting, the diet and exercise that that, yeah. that we have as a part of our, our regular regimen in order for us to maintain that level of fitness psychologically and physically, as the case may be, to be that support for our, our women. Mm-hmm. So um, I get it now, Doc. I get it. Yeah, everything comes full circle, full circle, because and and everything is related. Because if dad is stressed, then he may not really see the needs of mom. Right. And and that can cause contention and some resentment and exactly. problems within the relationship and um, connection for mom and baby. So it men's health is quite is is very much um well sometimes directly <laughs> related to women's health but it men's health does contribute to women's health and as a result the health of the family. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Doc, um, very early in the broadcast, someone had put on Facebook, you know, I, I need her info. Um, how do people get in touch with you? So I am on Instagram at fourth trimester NP, and that's the number four, T-H, trimester is T-R-I-S. Oh gosh, I can't spell. T -R -I -M. Try T R I M E S T E R, <laughs> and it's a Nancy Keys and Peter, and then I am also on Clubhouse at Dr. Lexi, D R L E X I E, and if you want to schedule a consultation with me, um, the link is in my bio on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to put put in a plug for Island Hope International. Yes. Uh, we are collecting supplies for maternal um, infant health care drive for a shelter in Florida and one in Jamaica this summer. In fact, next week on the 17th is when we'll be distributing the Florida um, leg of the tour. And it is not too late to go online. We have an Amazon wish list. You can go on there and um, purchase an item or two or as many as your hearts desire. You can donate monetarily on a consistent basis. That will be greatly appreciated. Um, mm -hmm. uh, there are more than one way to donate um, monetarily. You can go on our website. 
islandhope.org, there is a button at the top and at the bottom as well. Um, a yellow button at the top that says donate that takes you directly to PayPal. You can do Cash App, and that is dollar sign Island Hope, I N T L, all one word. And mm -hmm. then the information to Zell is on the. Um, That's also the on the flyer. website. Yeah, it's also on the website on the flyer for, and on the flyer on our social media pages on a. Island Hope, INTL, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Excellent. Yeah. So you can go ahead. The best way would be to either at this point in time, um, well, if you mail it by Thursday, Friday, you sh we should be able to get it by the latest, the 15th. Mm. Um, if you do decide to purchase it um, at your local store and mail it, um, the addresses, again, are found on our website. Um, the direct page is islandhope.org forward slash donate. All the information is there. And preferably to send it to the South Florida address at this time. Got you. <clears throat> yes. Well, I... We appreciate and thank everyone for any contributions they may make. Yes. And I, I, I do encourage... Um, anyone tuning in to to check that out, do check out Island Hope, and um, you can check the archives on the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew on YouTube, and you could see Dr. Lexi and colleagues presenting about Island Hope. So there's a lot more information that you can learn about them as they were guests on the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. So you can find that in the archives on YouTube. I do encourage you to go check that out. I do encourage you to check out the website and give your support. Men, look after your health. Look after your health to not only for your benefit, but for your, your the, the women in your life, for their benefit and for the benefit of your families. Doc, I want to thank you again for taking the time out to, to, to be with us for presenting on this topic for us tonight we look forward to doing this again next month the second tuesday of each month as i can get you i i, I quickly grab you and um do leave this spot open and welcomed for you so thank you once thank again you. now thank you have you yourself too. a great Pleasure. night get some rest i know work doesn't seem to end for you but um i know you 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 balance well so get some rest yes. <laughs> you take care mm -hmm. um i'll take a quick little break and come back and get into musical therapy doc you have a great night once again thank you take care until thank we talk you. again all right have a good night everyone all right Pulsey Media Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. 
A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulse Media Group. Yes, my people, check out I Red Funks on Reggae Global Radio every Saturday at 8 p.m. with Kev Stew, where I'll give you a pre-life. Brand new, good for you. Kick it like a ball if it was your dance hall. You hear that? Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. Or maybe he's teething. Maybe it's just a phase. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. It's Christine representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's two on a night shift radio show. Yo, it thing at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Whoa. DJ Kevin's true of the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just choose him. The silver lining and the dark clouds. DJ Kevin's true, believe him, and that's no doubt. Sell out the match if we the show, Christine. It's a hot dog. I want to thank you, each and everyone, for tuning in tonight. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing. I come back tomorrow to close out the night shift week with Real Talk Wednesday. But until then, I do encourage you to look out for members of your community. And to remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So the people you pass along the way, whether you walk, ride, or drive, take the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. And your days it seem so hard My darling, you should know My love is everywhere you are yeah. This is where I bid you all a farewell Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. From right here in South Florida, I bid you a good night. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, 
The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Greetings and salutations. This is DJ Kevin Stew inviting you to bubble up and simmer down with me in the Saturday Stew right here on Reggae Global Radio. Get ready for the special segment called The Secret Ingredient, where you may hear from your favorite artist or producer. Saturday Stew happens every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time exclusively on ReggaeGlobalRadio.com, where we get high on reggae. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. <laughs> 